A very good morning to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us, Professor Matthews. It's interesting that at these times, in spite or despite of the reportage, there seems to be a flux of introspection within society to say, are we doing enough? Are parents exercising their parental duties? Why is that? Why is that it's not something that is consciously at the forefront of our daily lives? My sense is that we obviously, you know, our lives are incredibly busy. So we get on with what we have to do until we have to take a pause and and reflect on how we're doing as a society. And I think when such murders occur, we're just not able to make sense of the violence and why innocent children are violated in in the brutal way that they have been, that, you know, society then has to take a moment to respond. But I think the important thing that we have to remember here is that these crimes that have been in the media over the past few days are not the are not unusual. That actually in South Africa, a child's murdered. In fact, three, um, three children are murdered a day. So it's not an unusual event and that, you know, we shouldn't be pausing at significant moments like this when it's in the media, but that we should be working concertedly to to change this pattern and that it should be a problem that we as society start addressing um, and I think we should be doing it jointly. It can't just be from one sector. But what I'm asking, is it because we've got our eye off the ball in terms of the situation around us, the communities in which we live? Do we then ask the question when we see these stories we, we've got a, ma- a mother in the Northern Cape that's been found guilty of killing her baby, this was a baby if you remember that was on the front page of the papers whose face had to be reconstructed so that people could identify uh, the boy and now there's a father who's been sentenced to 25 years in jail for murdering his son, is it only now then do we start asking questions about whether or not we live in a, a sick society My, my sense is that you know, these crimes have always, it has been there, but probably not in the forefront and not as, as many as we see now. And I think the importance is that, you know, that we, 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 are, we as a society have to start looking at why these very high levels of violence. Because, you know, if we're looking at violence against children, there are various forms of violence against children. So, um, and there are certain physical punishment is accepted. Children are punished for and, and quite powerless in many situations. Um, and it's that vulnerability of children that we have to start looking at and why children are vulnerable and how we allow these children to, because, you know, their vulnerability is increased at certain times, um, I think they're just taken advantage of. So it is our, as a community, we've got to start looking at how we increase children's safety and how we prevent these crimes from, from occurring. Are we also not handling pressure well? In the case of this 25-year-old dad who threw the toddler on the ground three times because he swilled his nappy, is that indicative of... Uh, is, is that an, an anomaly? Or are, are generally as a society, are we not handling pressure well? Well, you know, the worrying part is that fatal child abuse is just the tip of the iceberg. That there are many incidents like that occurring where children are not fatally injured. 
Um, my sense is that when we the depth that we see is just the tip of the iceberg. But you're talking about stress, and we're talking about how children are, are being reared and, and punished for certain behaviours. And and it is about the ability of parents to parent positively, and what constitutes positive discipline and what constitutes abuse. And that's there's a very there's a thin line between that. And you, you correctly talk about stresses, that at, at times they increase stresses, but there are other factors as well. For instance, we know things like alcohol and drug abuse are definite um, factors that increase the risk of those parents to be abusive. Right. Um, other psychological, for instance, if a mother is exposed to violence within her relationship, her ability to parent, to be in to be emotionally available to her child then is lessened and her own stress levels increases. So her, her ability to be abusive towards a child then increases as well. Okay. So there are different levels that we've got to start looking at. Our levels of domestic violence are incredibly high and there is a correlation between domestic violence as well as violence against children and children's experiences of um, child abuse. So, okay. so it is a whole pattern that we have to start exploring within our um, society and communities. All right, Professor Shanaz Matthews, thank you very much for your time.